We are out here. Fuck y'all talking about. Sophisticated ignorance. Are y'all fucking crazy? That's a fact. Talk are y'all crazy? Yo, y'all get me tight. Like, I be out here trying to be humble. Let's not get fucking crazy. Sophisticated ignorance. Everybody, what's good? It's your boy Vixen J with another episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. I hope you all are doing well on this blank, blank, blank day of quarantine. As you know, every episode I have lost count. I, I don't bother to count, I should say, because I mean, what are numbers these days? What are days? What are to- what is time? You know, it's, it's all a construct of the mind. Uh, as far as we're all concerned, uh, it's just one long day. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So uh, today we are talking about the dreaded topic, uh, politics. You know, honestly, for me, personally, not my strong suit when it comes to conversation. But considering the state of things right now, it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely something that we have to just get off of our chest. I know a lot of people are probably anxious about <laughs> the next couple of days. Um, when this episode drops, it's going to be the day before E-Day. <laughs> so you know mm-hmm. very anxious i know people are on the edge of their seats uh it's as i like to call it it's like avengers endgame uh <laughs> where you know uh the coronavirus is like thanos and it's taking about half of our population mm-hmm. and you know you know we gotta we gotta fight all of these adversaries so let's just get it all over our chest right now and and hopefully we feel a little better uh or or not. We don't know what the next couple of weeks are going to bring. But as of right now, let's get it off. So I'm joined by a very good friend of mine. Uh, what would you like to be referred to as on this program? Paige. We're just going to go by Paige because I don't uh, release my government information to anybody. Ironically. I'm crazy enough yet. Ironically, we're going to be talking <laughs> about the government, but we're not releasing yep. government. Love to hear it. Nope. <laughs> nope. So for the FBI listeners... Uh, on the call, um, <laughs> my friend P here. Okay, we're gonna be talking about y'all and y'all fuck shit. <laughs> so... Basically, quite literally. <laughs> yep, yep. My FBI guy's like, oh, not again. Not her. Oh, mute chat. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm saying mute call. <laughs> That's exactly oh. what my FBI guy <laughs> takes off the headphones. Again. Oh, come on. You know, <laughs> not you know. again. He's like, oh, here we go. <laughs> For her blackity black stuff. She's, she's getting revved <laughs> up now, you know? <laughs> but yes, um, real quick, just tell the people a little bit about you and all that stuff and what you do. My name is Paige. I'm a whole bunch of things. I think millennials call it a multi-hyphenate. But to break down a bit of who and what I am, first of all, I'm an entrepreneur. I have a business in clinical research and, and most recently in tech. I'm also a model full-time, I act full-time, and most recently have become a screenwriter and producer. Past that, I have been and still currently am uh, an anti-racism activist, an activist uh, who works and spend extensive amounts of time internationally working with and providing relief to refugees, both in Europe as well as in the United States. And more specifically, when I mention the United States, I do mean not only uh, West Virginia, but also in New York. It's very near and dear to me to try to fight oppression any place we see it. So that's a little bit about uh, what I am, who I am. I'm super Jamaican. I'm pretty tall and I'm very outspoken. Um, I also am rather irritable. So, (laughs) but like promise I'm fun. So, um, yeah, I think that's like a good synopsis. The resume <laughs> is heavy. 
the LinkedIn is yeah. is chock full. So um, yes. I am talking to a woman <laughs> of of class, of standards, oh, of, of all those things. So me and Paige go back for uh, quite a bit. So I'm really glad yeah. to have you on the show and yeah, yeah, to talk about this very sensitive and very like loaded <laughs> topic that once again, I know that I, I, it's not to say I avoid politics, but I don't think I have a good amount of people to like kind of have those conversations back and forth with. And I think you're one of the people who are a little bit more in tune with what's happening or what's not happening or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, because I think because it's depressing at this point, it's not really politics, is it? At this point, it's who's going to come after which part of my rights, my basic unalienable human rights. Politics is like, how are we going to divvy up the taxes? You know, how are we going to invest in this, that, and third? But when it's like, you won't be able to get health care, so you'll die in the street. Is that really politics anymore? So, of course, nobody wants to talk about it. It's depressing. Right. It is depressing. Right. It's stressful. It's anxiety inducing. I think the only people it's not anxiety inducing for are like cisgendered white people who are like middle class, I guess, and above. Everybody else is like, dear God, what are they going to come for now? Yeah. Who are they going to come for now? Next? Is it going to be all of us? And personally, for me, I think the most frustrating part is maintaining an acute awareness that there is strength in numbers mm-hmm. and that. They, this is what I'm telling you. The government's gonna come after me. They can't kill all of us. They can't. Um, power, power is own. Power is a construct that we give. We allow people to put themselves at a higher level. So, like, let's say every if you have all the money but kill all the people, then what does your money do? Mm. What, of what value is it? You know. And so, I think what's most personally what's most frustrating to me is is to see how many folks feel very powerless or have drunk the poisoned Kool Aid of believing that your action is is contained to voting or that your action is contained to picking the lesser of two evils although like are they really lesser one is just like way more eloquent um and and obvious (laughs) you know you know because it's like i mean how much the united states just gets pushed further and further and further to the right uh with every election quite Mm -hmm. frankly um so it's even even the democrats here i'm like in no other country would they be considered liberal or democratic or anything they would be considered centrists or conservatives or republicans or something else but they would not be they would not be on the left of the spectrum but anyway but before we uh get into the topic (laughs) um Mm -hmm. (laughs) we have some light things just to go over real fast for example um the word of the week so Paige, what would be a word that described your week thus far i have a word slash an expression my word of the week is child that's my word (laughs) the expression Woo! I felt that one. <laughs> you know, you, you feel me. This one, the word, child, I just, uh, that's the sentence. The expression, the sentence is child, I just, uh, Yikes. because it is like, I don't know if it's because it's the start of Scorpio season. I'm telling you, last week was great. October was, uh, up until now, was wonderful. Scorpio season started and it's like, child, oh, oh what's going to happen now? It's oh, just, <laughs> oh, child, it's, oof. We all need, I feel like everyone I know needs a collective hug and a very tall glass of whiskey and possibly wine, same time, like double fist. Everybody I know, huh? A big double fist energy. Yeah. Everybody I know is like 
Oh, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Whiskey in one hand, That's... wine in the other, a blunt right I'm on the corner of the mouth, you. and no. just a hookah on the other, and just inhale, you know, exhale, like, drink, drink, drink. <laughs> you know, I, I, this one, I'm like, I feel like everyone just needs a collective like week to just chill in bed or something because I don't know a single person who isn't stressed out, who isn't like over it. And yeah. you know, seasonal affective disorder about to mollywop all of us. In about to. <laughs> right? That should right. hit me in the gut <laughs> and like, you're what's good. Run me your feelings. It's like, oh, come on. Come yes, on, man. Like, come on, dogs. <laughs> you know, I'm like, God. I'm, trying, I'm over here with my with my vitamin D. I'm like, what do I got to do right. to not be sad? I got to stock up on everything right now. That is absolutely true. Yo, it is, it is rough out here. And this is why I'm kind of like, maybe I need to just just smuggle myself out of the country somewhere sunny with a beach at the very least like i'll be less stressed and i'll be warm and i'll get vitamin d from the sun this, this is like my this is my plan sounds like a, a multitude of wins i i really hope that you, you know, do uh be a whole stowaway out here and you find your way off of uh, this Yo. rock called the, the u.s well, we supposed to all do our little group vacation, so hopefully we will and i mean we're gonna like read most people try to smuggle themselves into a large country and we're trying to smuggle ourselves out at right. this point so yes. uh, it is it is it's a lot being in america i mean I was... it always has been a lot but i feel like these days because we're just bombarded with everything back before and this is not in any way shape or form to downplay what our ancestors went through because they have been through things absolutely unimaginable Correct. um <clears throat> that frankly would probably kill this generation <laughs> that being said they were going through these these unimaginable horrors and yet they weren't also accosted with like and this country's doing this horrible thing and this country and this country and this part of the nation and that part of the nation right. it's just like an, a non-stop bombardment of all these negative things you can't control their impact um sure. yeah. it's a lot yeah that lack of control so, is yeah, real. That, you know but so that's child, my word of yeah, the week i get it <laughs> child <laughs> <laughs> Um, my word of the week would be, um, I'm going to say therapy. Uh, you know, yeah. I had, I had a, yeah. so I had a rough, I had a rough day a couple of days ago and there was just so many compounding things that was happening to me. Um, I was in my feelings. I was taking certain things personally that I didn't, didn't necessarily have to, uh, there was some more like family drama happening. So it was just like a com compounded like ball of mess and yeah. i'm just like yo why the fuck not even why not even how the fuck just why the fuck like well, why yeah. is it, why am i feeling this way why am i you know bottling all these things and why is all these things happening so yeah uh after talking to a few friends i decided to uh, call my therapist and thank god for that that sweet blessed woman uh because <laughs> No, I mean, because I haven't talked to her, because when I started therapy last year, um, it was specifically for when my stepmom passed away and all that trauma. So that that major incident translated into me having conversations about that and it rolled into other things. So by the time yeah. I ended therapy last year, I was like, all right, I'm in a good space. I wrote down different things that I learned from our sessions and I kind of just kept that with me. Uh, mm -hmm. so, so I haven't talked to her in months. I haven't talked to her since last mm. year. So with this year happening, especially with, you know, uh, quarantine and the pandemic, 
we, we touched, she touched base with me a couple months ago, but it wasn't really like a session. It was just more like a, Hey, thinking about you, what's going on. But this time around, it was like an actual session to where it was like, yo, I need to talk to you. And I was able to yeah. get all, all my emotions and feelings. And she was able to just, you know, walk me through them and validate me. And I think the sweetest thing that she told me in that session was, I'm so proud of the way that you've grown. And I'm saying that as a mother to their son. And I was just like, oh. girl. <laughs> that's, that's more my heart. So I can you, imagine. You you ain't going to try to get me to, to cry on this FaceTime. Don't I was about this. to say, did, I was like, did you cry? Because I would have probably cried. No, like, I my eyes my, started welling. It's like, all right. All right. <laughs> you get me in the mother feels. Because I already, already miss my mom. My mom is living in Florida right now. And I haven't seen her in a minute. So I'm already missing my mother. You ain't going to come to me yeah. as my second mama on some, yo, I'm proud yeah. of you and your growth. Come on now. It's, it's, know, it's a I'm proud for me. Like, don't do that. Because I'm already right. feeling away. <laughs> right? Oh, that's beautiful, though. It is. That it is, is so beautiful. Yo, shout out. I to just her. started up in a, I just started up my therapy back up again, I should say. Um, I stopped it kind of in like November issue. Not even because I wanted to. It just got really busy as per usual. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Man, I hit burnt out level one trillion and was like, what am I doing? You need to be back in therapy. Just right. so much going on in life. So shout out to therapy. Right? Big move. And shout out to black folks in therapy. Like, shout out to black folks who either have the therapy. Um, I have a homegirl of mine who has two forms of therapy. She has art therapy and a regular therapist. So like, she's oh. doubling down. She's like pro tip. Exactly. Ooh. Get you two therapy, son, because these I'm days, two, both of them. <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, both of them, both of them. Shoot, like you have to. You got my mind like all wondering now. Like, huh? Art therapy sounds awesome, I, or some other vor- version of therapy. Cause my therapy sessions are an hour, mm-hmm. and I'm like, ma'am, I am verbose. Um, <laughs> can we do three hours or something? Because. <laughs> I got stuff to say. Right. Like, can we have like a special? <laughs> I'm saying I was about to be like, look, can I just book two hours? You just charge me twice. Like right. <laughs> it's what it is. Because... I afford it and I need it. So. You know, I'm like, girl, she must be sick of me. Right. <laughs> I love my therapist. She's great. That's amazing. That's dope. That's what's up. So uh, let's get into their next segment. <laughs> Here for it, over it. Uh, as you all know by now, for those who have been listening. Uh, we're going to talk about one thing that we are here for for the week and one thing that we're over. Uh, so I'll let you go first, Paige. What's what's the thing that you're here for this week? Yeah, on the most basic level, I'm here for all the new programming on Netflix because I swear to God, there's nothing more enjoyable for me as someone who is excessively busy to have a Saturday morning cozy in bed and watch something on Netflix. Just doing pretty much nothing else but just unwinding and just taking that time to not talk to anybody, not have any plans. I never make plans for Saturday morning. Um, and I try to keep my Sundays light as well because my weeks are just so jam-packed. Shout out to, or uh, here for at least being able to see friends in person mm-hmm. and get to hang out in person. God only knows when we'll be able to do that. Again, before you have to go in like the underground hangout drug trade, basically. <laughs> um, but I'm like, I, I, man, I thought I was a hermit and no, uh i just live too far away from folks but it is so beautiful to be able to be around people in person and to be able to give your friends hugs and 
just hear them laugh in person and, sh and you know, have drinks or whatever, just do nothing. But it's, it is not something I think I will ever take for granted again. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we all say that as humans, then we take it for granted the next year. But um, <laughs> personally, I'm, I just absolutely cherish being on my friends. So I feel like those are the things that, oh, big thing I'm here for is empty New York City where like all the hipsters, et cetera, have vacated and gone back and scattered over yonder back home. Yeah, and like the real New Yorkers are left. Yeah. I love it. I'm like, oh, all the Jamaicans are back. I'm like, oh, y'all are still here? Good. You know, it's just so <laughs> nice to see all of the, you know, the, the like Germans and the Polish people in Greenpoint. Like it's beautiful to see the real New Yorkers are those who've moved here, but who really, really love New York for what it is for its heart, at the heart of New York are the people and the culture and the cultural exchange. And that's the beauty of it. And so those who've really stayed and, and stuck it out, who are transplants, those are the ones who I think will earn their honorary. Not so soon, because, right. you know, New York native over here, I don't be handing out New Yorker badges willy-nilly. You got to be here like basically 30 years and be equally as disgruntled. Then maybe, maybe we'll call you a New Yorker. But I feel like they got a couple special brownie points. Uh, of course, for, honorary. For you know, you 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 outside the club. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You outside the club, but you can look in. You can look you in. Can look in. Yeah, look the, in sh the shutters aren't down. <laughs> the shutters aren't basically, down. basically. Yeah, low key. I feel like it's a really exclusive privilege to be born in New York. Like everybody wants to claim that title, and I'm like, you've been here three years, fam. You were not a New Yorker. Stop it. Yeah, you don't, don't, have to don't do that to yourself. Um, don't do that. You know, I'm like, you not, you not. Don't don't even try that. So those are the things I'm, there's so many things I could stand here for, but those are the main three things that come to mind. Okay. I'm here for the Netflixes as well. What, I'm, okay, so personally, I'm binging Blacklist. Like, that's my shit right now. Like, uh -huh. I'm, I'm engrossed with the show. I started watching it in the past, fell <clears> off. <throat> so thank God for Netflix. I could catch up with that. And I'm just engrossed. Uh, mm -hmm. I know everyone, I know a lot of people um, when it comes to Netflix, Right now, they're watching Girlfriends, The Parkers, and all those other feel-good shows. No? You're, you're shaking your head no. What, what is, what's this? Not me. What do you mean? <clears throat> you're not here for UPN 9 Black Television? <laughs> First of all, I watched all them shows on UPN. All right. So relive the UPN days before it turned into well, CW. You know what? <laughs> I, I'm going to save all of that UPN stuff for when or if, God forbid, we go back into lockdown and I need very happy stuff. I'm going to be like, great. Um, I got this on lock. What I currently am watching, I like kind of dark stuff. So um, I also like foreign cinema, foreign TV. I find it very fascinating to see how other folks just express themselves creatively. And I find it's much more realistic usually than American things. So I just finished, and I apologize to anyone who speaks French because I'm about to butcher this, yeah. La Révolution. Um, the, revela the revolution, mm -hmm. and it's this like historical reworking of French history where a massive pandemic plague uh, turns people into half dead flesh eating zombies. What? And it's fire! It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. So good. Uh, if you don't mind seeing people get their faces eaten, but like it's dope. Um, and their blood, oh, it's, their blood turns blue and it's like scientific. It's dope. 
Uh, now <laughs> I'm watching The Barbarians. I don't usually watch things about European history because I just, I'm like, the whole world is obsessed with that and I can't stand it. Right. But this one looked cool because there's a lot of, uh, the show The Barbarians look cool because, okay, pet peeve. Um, <clears throat> the, I have this thing where like, if I want, let's say I'm watching a show about ancient, I don't know, Rome. No, notice this. Why do they always make the actors British? You could be, yeah. it, it could be like Persia. They make them British, Egypt, British. Why the hell are they British? Nobody sounds British except for British people. Like, why? Why are you doing this? So one of the things I like about this show is that it's a base, basically about the Roman conquest and ultimate, the Roman conquest of um, the Druidic and Gallic people and ultimately uh, of, I hate to use this, this expression, but the barbarians as they were called. Right. Um, the Germanic folks. And ultimately, those are really the only people they couldn't fully conquer. Um, but the cool part is, even though they do have the people speaking German, which I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not what they spoke back then, but not, whatever. <laughs> they finally have the Romans speaking Latin. And I'm like, thank you for not making them British or like, <laughs> or some like, I don't know, Latin dude who clearly is from Spain. It's not, why? Why is he speaking Spanish? Why? Like, where are you from? I am, I am clearly from Rome. No, you're not. Oh my God. They'd be like, hey, Rome. I'm like, okay, first of all, I'm pretty sure that's not how they spoke. Oh, yeah, like, I'm from Rome. I'm from Rome. I'm from Rome, Italy. Oh my God. <laughs> like, what? Excuse me. Like, oh, mate, mate, I said, I'm sorry, what? I 100% certainty. I know with 100% certainty they did not sound that way. I know it's like this minor pet peeve that I feel like oh, bothers no. nobody else except for maybe other Europeans. Well, I said other Europeans like I'm European. Um, <laughs> the bothered like Europeans, but I'm like, oh, the second I see that they've like haven't even attempted to cast people in the of the correct language, I'm like, next, done. So no. uh, yeah, I'm I, loving those two shows. I completely feel you. So I I, I totally agree. <laughs> it, it is it is a little it's been overdone. So it's just like, come on, y'all. Yes, we can do better. And I feel they right. I'm like they always. I think because you've all been brainwashed to inherently assume that like most, you know, the Queen's English is like the sound of intelligentsia, that they just default it and they try to, it's sort to me, it's that sort of continual painting of European things as being the neutral, the standard. Absolutely. And I'm like, but it's not the, even when they, even with, I mean, God forbid they ever let anything take place in any African country, but like, it's either some, first of all, it's usually not even an actor who's like from Africa. It's like some person has to learn a bootleg, some accent. They put like a com combination of like Nigerian and weirdly American and like a touch of Ghana. And I'm like, what? <laughs> but then there's always a character who has some random British accent. And I'm like, who do I have to fight? Who do I have to punch in the face to get somebody with a damn proper accent? So anyway, that's my rant. Funny enough, it, it actually sounds like something that you're over, which we'll actually transition into now. So what, are, yeah. what is something that you're over this week? Now, limit it to one. Everything I just said, <laughs> right? It, okay, so what am I over one. this week? <laughs> um, the anxiety about the election. Yes. I would say that. that uh, I think we're both kind of But over. then I'm like, yeah. maybe this is our, no, I don't know. This is that that i'm over well this is a great transition i mean i'm currently over the same thing like it's the anxiety um you know we, we, I mean, we're gonna get into like the, the debates and all that stuff but just the anxiety anxiety of it all i'm personally here for you know the early voting and people going out and doing that and yeah. just seeing like all the lines 
of of people like I um I posted on the uh the Instagram for the podcast, but uh there was a a long line in Brooklyn that somebody recorded of all the people that were lining up for early voting, and that was a beautiful thing to see. And you know, I mean, I mean, especially for New York, it's like yo, no matter what, people will be out there, rain, sleet, or, or all that shit. In order to like mm-hmm. get their voices heard, for the most part, and it's just yeah. it's just nice to see that people care, you know, yeah. um, especially with everything that's happening. So yeah, speaking of the anxieties of the election, let's just let's just get into it because there's so much shit to cover. I mean, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so mainly, I just want this, like, once again, like election day has not happened yet. Uh, so this is all just a lot of predictions based off of what we know, based off of what has happened, based off of things that we read and seen. But I just want to get a proper scape of, you know, what things may look like if it goes one way or the other and all the other nuances that we've seen with politics and the election and even just our allegiances when it comes to this whole, you know, bipartisan, you know, system that we have no unfortunate choice but to kind of, you know, adhere to. So um, have you early voted yet by chance? Ooh, nice. And how was that experience yeah. for you? Wonderful, actually. Everyone on the line was like super sweet and nice, and it took 45 minutes, and um, it was great. It's probably because it was rainy and cold, um, yeah. <laughs> but that was my plan. That was like take an offshoot time in an offbeat location with like when it's cold and rainy because no one wants to be out, and it worked. I think it, t- it was like lickety split. Honestly, it only took me 45 minutes. It didn't take me 45 minutes to get inside. It took probably 25 minutes. It took me 20 minutes to decide between which, like, court judges and et cetera, um, and all that sort of stuff. Because I was, because you know, it's the local elections that really make a difference. Mm. Um, I mean, just talk about obviously, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you know. So I'm like, those are the things that people do need to put their voice. Do do where they definitely need to make their voices heard. I mean, we all know presidential elections, but far too few people involve themselves when it comes to Senate races or voting for representatives or voting for um, county seats or voting for any of that sort of stuff that literally shapes your day-to-day life. So my experience was actually really pleasant. Good, good. Um, As we're recording this right now, I actually haven't uh, early voted yet. I'm planning to do that with my family. Uh, We're all going to go out super early uh to do it uh but i think just the experience of us all kind of doing it together is a really nice feeling and you know i mean once it's done it i just it's going to be very fascinating to see the nature of things on actual election day itself uh considering probably the majority of people may wait for that day to to vote maybe uh so yeah a lot are yeah, that day's going to be uh, pretty nuts. And as I said, listeners, by the time you're listening to this, it'll be the day before. So you're probably either prepping yeah. to do so if you haven't already, or hopefully you've already voted already so you don't have to kind of deal with it. You can kind of just sit back, you know, take a blanket and just shiver your anxiety away as we, you know, see the Word, results. Just but, cry, but just honestly, cry and go to sleep. But realistically, I don't think we're going to get any results on election day itself. I think it's. I, I don't think. Yeah, no. I think it's going to no. take, considering everything happening. I think it's we're going to not find out like final results for like a p- couple of days. It's not probably a week. You know I, mean? I I would say I think America is going to do what America does and make it a reality show. It's going to be 
oh, Biden's winning. And oh, but Trump is winning. Oh, oh but Biden's winning. It's going to be as, as anxiety inducing as they can possibly make it is what they're going to do. Um, but I think, though, to me, what is of paramount importance, I believe that Biden is going to win the uh, popular vote. Mm -hmm. But because this is America, we all know the popular vote doesn't mean jack shit. So because um, Trump lost the popular vote. Yeah. Uh, and we've, we've, we've been through this MFs before. made him president. Right. Yeah. And so I think that what what frustrates me the most is how many people are. OK, I'm about to go on another rant. Mm -hmm. What bothers me is when people are like, oh, the reason why Trump is, is, oh, there's 60 million people who didn't go, who didn't vote. Who the hell cares? He still lost the popular vote. Right. It's actually like really. And I know people are going to try to come at me when they hear this, but they're going to be like, you know, but I'm like, the popular vote is what it was. The Electoral College went against the popular vote in numerous places to vote for their own personal self-interest to support Trump. That is why Trump is, and, and because this is not a democracy that we live in, it's hardly even a republic. It's really an oligarchy about to become a damn feudal oligarchy again. And it's a fascist uh, authoritarian state, which sidebar, I feel like far too few people really understand what fascism is, so they're not really alarmed by all the stuff happening, and they don't really get it, but I digress. But far too few people take issue with the existing system, structural systems that are in place, which continue to promote our disenfranchisement, which continue to weaken individual rights, which continue to deny us ha having a voice, such as the Electoral College. I'm going to be straight up with you right now, and I'm about to offend everybody in middle America. I don't give a damn what they feel. I don't really care. I don't think that all of these little states with 20 people should have as much of a say as states with tens of millions of people. They really shouldn't. And I get it. Everybody's voice is quote unquote equal, which is not really true because only voices no, that are kind of equal in the country are white people's voices. Yeah, but that's what I'm like, we are giving way too much power to the, to the sparsely populated gargantuan states in the middle of the country. And to be, to be clear, this isn't about, oh, just everybody having a say. This is, a, this is, this country prides itself off of not only being extremely capitalistic, but extremely individualistic to the point where people are like, you could be dying right next to me and I only care about how I'm doing. That is why this country is going to implode upon itself. So when we give all of these states where they base their, their views off of propaganda, because in my opinion, all US news is propaganda, liberal, democratic, conservative, Republicans, all propaganda. Right. Um, but they base their views off of the propaganda they're being fed. They have been conditioned for hundreds of years since, since white people were first, first landed in this country and first decided to establish classes amongst themselves. They have consistently been brainwashed to believe that even the lowest white man is still better than a Negro, is still better than a Latin person, Absolutely. is still better than everybody else. And so they will consistently and continually, and they do this, vote against their own damn self-interest. They could be piss poor peeing in a pot and they will be like, well, it's the black guy's fault. It's because of the Latin person. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. But it's because of this brainwashing that they have been fed for hundreds of years. You, you would literally have landless, toothless, shoeless white people out here joining these slave, uh, and I don't like to call them slaves. I call them enslaved Africans because what they were, but what they were, as you know, literally called slave catching forces. You mm -hmm. literally have these landless, toothless white people who didn't even have enough access to bathe out here being like, yeah, but let's go catch this black person because they're the enemy. Mm -hmm. How are we the enemy, fam? Name a single thing a black person has ever done to you. And I don't mean like, oh, a black person means to me once. Guess what? That doesn't justify enslavement. It doesn't justify the police murdering us in the street. It doesn't justify the electoral college being able to strip away, strip away rights. 
from countless uh, populations of people. And furthermore, it also doesn't, um, it also doesn't justify America as it is. So anyway, I'm obviously pissed about the Electoral College and, uh, and the fact that I feel that people have been intentionally misdirected. They have been told to direct their anger at the person on the block who hasn't voted. Well, you know what? I totally get why Joe Schmo over there or just to be just to be more stereotypical why Leroy hasn't voted because what the hell is a black person's voice ever mattered in this country? Right. Find me a time. The only time our voices have ever mattered is when we have gathered, when we have unified, and when we have said we're going to take concrete action. We don't need your votes at this point. We're going to boycott this particular industry until it is crippled, until it can no longer function. And that's been the only time we've brought about change. It hasn't been because we've been like, oh, I'm going to vote this, I'm going to vote that. Because guess what? 98% of black women do vote Democrat. If we have black women in charge of this country, we wouldn't be where we are. Because sure. black women consistently look out for public interest. And this isn't my opinion. This is a fact. The overwhelming majority of the cities that have had higher crime rates, when they have seen decreases in crime, it's been because of black women owned and black women started grassroots organizations. This isn't just my own theories or my own thoughts about stuff. That's and facts. yet when we see how white women vote, they will vote against the, the uh, vote against the interests of women, period. Even against their own their own interests. Uh, Latin women, they about a 50-50 split between voting alongside black women and voting alongside white women. And we know a whole lot of Latin people are, and I'm about to piss off a lot of Latin people, but a whole lot of Latin people are anti-black. A whole lot of Latin people would rather align with the overarching white interest, even right. though those same white interests will lead to them being deported, will lead to their own homeland being effed up. They will still align with that. It's not a mentality that I fully understand. They really believe in this sort of like blanquear, la raza sort of thing. I apologize, yeah. Latin people, my accent is not on point. But <laughs> y'all know what I'm saying is a fact. I know all y'all know about this. I know all y'all have heard the la raza, this, blah, 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 that, the mejorar la raza. Right. I know y'all know what didn't I'm the talking mayor, about. It was the mayor of Puerto Rico that was endorsing Trump, so, talking about... But she, the thing is, she, even with that, are yeah. you surprised? Because look at every single governor in Puerto Rico. Every single one is a white person. Look at the population of Puerto Rico, though. Most people are brown and black. Right. Most people are some version of some version of brown. But every single leader of Puerto Rico has been a straight up white person of direct European ancestry. You don't care what nobody says. Everybody want to act like every Latin person got mixed race blood. That's not true. Nope. It's simply not true. There's a whole lot fact. DR under President Trujillo. Again, part of my accent. As he butchered and committed an actual genocide against black-skinned Haitians, numbering approximately 20,000 of the counted bodies, the U.S. basically said, yo, it doesn't really look good if we're like fighting a war in Europe against genocide, and then you're like doing the same thing over here. Also, we don't really, we know that there's, you know, World War II going on, all these Jewish people being killed, but we don't want them here. We don't want Jewish people here. So can you take them? And you know what happened? They structured a deal to import thousands of Germanic and European Jewish people, white people directly into DR. And three, I love this because he was like, great, we get to whiten the race. Oh you know, so I'm like, it's, you know, I'm, I'm not even gonna go off on that tirade, but I'm like, yo, Latin, Latin folks, y'all need to have very honest conversations amongst yourselves to identify and to root out anti-blackness because uh, Latin folks get real quick to start getting racist. That, that uh, nigga with the hard ER comes out real quick. That you people comes out real quick. Oh, for sure. Um, it's a super duper quickness, but yeah, it just pisses me off just to go back and 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 my like ADD rant. Um, it pisses me off that most folks have been conditioned and trained to direct their anger at, you know, the black guy who didn't vote. But it's like, but you're not mad at the over fifty percent of white people who put Trump in office. That's okay. You're not mad at the fact that Trump was even allowed to exist. 
You're not for mad sure. that like a person who's, who calls all Mexicans rapists, a person who has staunched, who has, who mounted a platform of trying to get a bunch of young black kids executed, a person who has literally raped countless women, a person who's even been on record as saying he would have sex with his own daughter. Like, you're not mad that this person is allowed to even exist, but you're mad that the guy on the block didn't, didn't vote, even though black people overwhelmingly always vote Democrat. Like, stop using black people as your damn scapegoat, because it's actually your aunties, your mamas, your white moms, your white dads, your white uncles, your white cousins, your white friends, 30% of Latin people, and a whole lot of Asian people, y'all are the ones who created, who've allowed that to proliferate. It literally has never been black people. Right. And we're not even the largest minority group in this country to consistently, again, be blamed for damn near everything. So, and we're not yeah, even talking about the black people that see. actually are Republican and actually do kind of fall under those standards and vote against their interests. We're not even because that's a small population, if anything. It is extremely it is small. Like, okay, so by looking statistically, it's what two percent of Black women who. And first of all, we don't even know if the two percent who didn't vote Democrat are Republicans or are conservative. Um, they they just did not vote Democrat. And for Black men, I think it's what uh, at least ninety percent voted Democrat as example. Like, so miss me with the, yeah, there, there's going to be a coon somewhere. And just for anybody listening to this, if you're not black, you do not get to say the word coon, nigga, spook, none of that stuff. Yeah, um, that's not so that's not at all the wave. I don't care if you got, if you had a black grandma, three, your great, 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 great grandma, your grandma black and you're from, nope, I don't care. I don't care if you get a little bit of tan in the sun. No, you don't. Um, but the thing, the truth is, in my personal opinion, I, I think, one party might be worse, but neither one of them are good. Yeah, you know? it's not a contest, um, as I like to say. It's not a contest. It's not like, oh, it's... Even the concept of the lesser of two evils is getting kind of tired because it's like, you know, it, it's it's us settling, right? Once again, mm-hmm. we, we have to settle for this bipartisan, this bi-party system. So it's not even a matter of like, oh, okay, it's the lesser of two evils because one... You know, optically, one looks worse than the other. It's just more like, all right, these are the options that we have available and once again, based off of our interests and based off of the things that b- would benefit us, this is the party or these are the particular, uh, this is the particular structure that we want to subscribe to. So it's really not less of both views because at the end of the day, Biden, Trump, it's, it's an old white man in office. And girl, we have heard truth it, be, seen it all before. You know, truth be told, when we say that, that expression of lesser of two evils, we're focusing on the wrong word. We're focusing on the word lesser. When the word we need to be focusing on, evil. the word we need to be focusing in on, exactly, is evil. If we have two, uh, we literally have an election between a psychopath, an, a literal insane psychopath rapist, who is a staunch, clear ra- racist, and a rapist who authored Jim Crow legislation, separate but equal, who pushes for stronger policing of black communities, just like the other dude. So... I'm very tired of black folks being put in a position where it's like the lesser of two evils. No, no, no. The lesser of two evils for who? For white people. Correct. And maybe occasionally a rich, a, a middle class-ish Asian person. But it's not the lesser of two evils for us. Because I live in New York. You live in New York. Mm-hmm. This is a democratic stronghold. And guess what? The police still stomp this out, still shoot us over here. Correct. Just like they do in Republican places just like they do in any other sort of district. So miss me with the whole, it's lesser than, it's not lesser than the evil just looks different. Just because just because you have a racist in maybe Texas somewhere who's chewing on straw with a shotgun or whatever, doesn't make it any different from the cop who's out here like, blue lives matter, I'm gonna shoot you in your face because I feel like it. Absolutely. It's not different. 
just because you have, you know, maybe somebody who's saying, who, who put, I don't know, all lives matter or whatever flag in front of the school and insert some other Republican state. How is that any different from black folks being intentionally segregated into, into underfunded school districts, into underfunded housing, housing communities? Right. How is it any different? What, because you got lib liberals here who won't outrightly call you a nigga, but they're going to sure treat you and think about you that way. And yeah. the part that is even more frustrating to me is that we allow it, is that we allow that, like, for instance, the DNC to discount a candidate who we might want. We, we say, oh, man, it sucks that they did that. And then we just let them get away with it. And as long as we keep letting folks get away with it, whether it is in the struggle for black people to be treated as human whether and, and equally, whether it is in the struggle for to have a voice, really a real voice politically, as long as you keep letting them get away with it, as long as there is yeah. no repercussion for their action, they're going to keep doing it. They have no impetus to change. As long as we keep saying, well, I got to just abide by this system, nothing will change. And that that to me is the core of what I hope people start to understand is that it's like people only change when there's a repercussion. Correct. People only stop a behavior when they are afraid of whatever the outcome is, and that outcome is real and looming before them. People only react when there's pain, unfortunately, because we done tried reasoning, we have tried appealing to humanity, we have tried think pieces and speeches and marches and signs and everything else. We done tried all the damn kumbaya ways on the planet, and guess what? That shit don't never work. Well, Paige, to be honest, I think what it also is, too, because you're absolutely right with all those things, unfortunately, with the type of society that we live in, in a very individualistic level, I think the only mm -hmm. time change is provoked is when it abs when it directly and absolutely inconveniences us, like on yeah. a very like yeah. front yep. front level. You know what I mean? To the yeah. point where it's like, oh, y'all trying to fucking my shit, or y'all trying to da da da. da. Yeah. You know that's when I gotta get angry. That's where I start. That's where I have to start like speaking outright. So I feel exactly. that you know if if we as black people or, or whoever is disenfranchised by the system is not directly um, inconvenienced in a certain way, then we're just going to kind of just sit with a status quo and we're just going to chill. You know what I mean? Because it's not yeah, affecting I mean, the day-to-day -day because right now, we, right yeah. now we only have the capacity to work on a day-to-day -day basis, right? Yeah. And if, for example, the stimulus checks, right? People were talking about stimulus checks and, oh, yo, I need my check, da-da-da, and unemployment, whatever. Once that shit stops, now, whoa, whoa, I'm angry, I'm tight. We got to do something about it. I got to, you know what I'm saying? But if, nothing, yeah. if it would just remain the same, then everyone's complacent in the sense where we don't have, we don't feel compelled to make yeah. any type of, you know, action or anything like that because we are now <clears throat> conformed to the structure of our day-to-day -day lives. You know what I mean? And especially yeah, and from I a political it's... level, you know, the trickle down of these certain things, depending on the type of laws or, or policies that are in place, the trickle down of it, only gets to the point by the time you know certain policies are put in place and it trickles down to the average american or whatever the case may be you barely feel it unless it's directly affect like it directly affects you you know what i mean yeah you know i also think that it's also another implication of how our society another implication of how our society functions or another aspect owing to that is that people lack long-term vision they lack they they lack the ability to to hold on to something meaning we live you remember vine yeah i remember vine. You remember, good you old remember days vine. vine was like <laughs> well, like what nine second ten second videos or Six whatever seconds. you had to yeah you had to make your whole point you had to do your whole comedy sketch or whatever you were doing in like nine or ten seconds you look at tiktok i don't know how long tiktoks can be i don't have tiktok it's not my generation but um 
you you look and you see how quick everybody has to be to deliver their points. You see people look at Instagram you where, where if you post something, the video can be one minute. And people won't even really, if you look at engagement levels or engagement between video one of 59 seconds in, and slide two decreases Correct. because people's attention spans are that short. So similarly, when it comes to, I feel like I'm slurring my words, similarly, when it comes to being committed to making systemic change, like you think 400 years of this level of sadism is going to be eradicated in a month? That's cute. Yeah, you think it's going to be eradicated because you went out and you held a sign in the street? That's cute. It's going to take years. It's going to take years of collective physical action. G I don't generations. Mean, oh, you know, years, generations. Absolutely. Man. This is what I mean. Like this is not going to be a problem that is solved overnight. You know, and I think a lot of people lack that sort of. They they just lack that understanding. So so for as. They, they expect like an immediate outcome, you know, Gucci, Prada as examples. It don't matter how much racist shit they do. Black people will still support them. You know, white well, liberals will still me. support them. Or matter of fact, top selling brand internationally, Chanel. I'm like, dude, she was a Nazi. And every <laughs> Jewish Long Island girl I know wears Chanel. And I'm like, Yikes. what? What? You don't even have great grandparents anymore because of what her people did to you. Right. Her party did to you. And you're over here wearing her are you serious? It's the I'm lack like, of research for oh, me. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's the lack of research. And there's, oh, it doesn't matter anymore. Yes, it mother effing does right. to me. But I realized that, like, you know, people are, people always tell me I'm a radical, and I hate that expression because I'm like, I'm not a radical. I, I literally just care. And I've taken the time to educate myself about stuff. I'm not saying I'm the most well-educated on any topic. But damn, at least I've opened a book and read it. I've made sure that things don't come from crazy bias sources, at least. Or I try to piece things together and try to, you know, extract out whatever might appear biased to me um, right. and get things from multiple sources and pair it together. But like, just educate yourself. That, that is what drives me. That is another thing that just drives me crazy is the lack of education found amongst the American population. But, you know, because I, I really think if more people were better educated, if they knew, not that I lived through it, but if they knew what Franco's fashion, what Spain was like under Franco, they'd be terrified of what's taking place in America. Right. If they understood what fascism was, if they understood that light, quality of life is actually a lot higher in other places. So speaking specifically about black people, this is not to say that there's any country on earth that, that's just like paradise for black folks. But I can tell you straight up, black people in, in Paris, they don't fear the police are going to murder them. Right. Honestly, on average, even black folks like in Canada are like, no, I generally feel fine if the police are around. Black folks in Germany. And this is not to say everything is perfect. Absolutely not. France is definitely racist. But like the level of, this is all, but America is a whole nation of people living with PTSD. And one of the most brilliant things that the American government has done is kept everybody so damn underexposed to the rest of the world, fed them propaganda, fed them this is the greatest country on earth, we have to pledge allegiance to it. You're not even allowed to say, oh, I don't like this thing about America. Oh, you're unpatriotic, you're, you're a traitor. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you're not, you're, you're so brainwashed to be like, no, 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 America's the greatest nation on earth, it's the greatest nation on earth, that you don't look around and see, actually it's not. Oh, it's, it's a big ghetto, big ghetto energy. And I always Yo, say that I in the fact. I, I, <laughs> I watch these videos, these videos that circulate around where like people have like an alien filter on their face and they talk about the earth mm -hmm. and how it's like stink and disgusting. And that's the mm -hmm. way I feel about the United States. It's like earth stank. You know what I mean? Like, yes. <laughs> yes. I'm like, 
But, this place is a third world country with iPhones, and I mean that in every sense of the word, and I don't mean third world definition, like World War II, blah, blah, blah. Now I'm talking about that. I'm like, okay, we have massive political unrest, civil unrest. We have extreme extreme wealth disparities. We have, like, what? I think it was, like, 30% of the population at this point either lives. Uh, 30%, I think it's, like, 30, but I, I feel like that number's wrong. It's probably much higher. Lives at the poverty poverty limit. Um, you have uh, upwards of 20, 30 million people at this point with no no ability to access health care. Like these are all the hall, hallmarkers of an underdeveloped country. Right. But we've been so conditioned to believe, oh, America's so first. So they're only quote unquote first world because you have massive GDP. But like the quality of life is not high here. Like we're still arguing over basic ass stuff. Like Neat. should everyone who lives here be able to go to the doctor? What the hell? Like is this? 1612 like right. what meanwhile in canada in? they're just like oh oi, oi. i don't know how they speak i'm not gonna do you that. know but like, it's just like yeah i have to go to the doctor hey oh, yo okay. i have li- for real i have lived in enough countries and i, I didn't even plan to come back to the states i kind of got stuck here and i'm like mm, i'm gonna leave again but i've lived in enough countries to know how wonderful it is to be like <clears throat> you know what i'm gonna go to the doctor and you don't have to wait for months on end to get an appointment and you don't you're not stuck with you know, $20,000, $10,000, $1,000 bill. You don't have to, like my prescriptions here cost anywhere from 500 to $2,000 per prescription. And I am a sickly ass person. In Europe, my pres- the most expensive prescription I had was 39 euro, mm-hmm. the most expensive one. And that was out of pocket. I didn't even bother to run it through my insurance. I was like, take the damn 40 euro. Like it's not even that deep, you know, um, food. I, I personally, and I'm sure there are food deserts maybe somewhere, but like as an example in Europe or the parts of Asia I've lived in, I'm like, yo, there's mad fruit, fresh fruits and vegetables everywhere. Right. There is no, oh, the bodega where you can only get canned meat that's like full of preservatives and chips and whatever else, because if you're poor, you don't deserve to have a vegetable. Like, what? You know, or like the fact that here people, what kills me, right? Going out to eat in New York City, like we're so desensitized to human life and human suffering in this country, that you will see people out with their, you know, 50, 60, whatever dollar steak, they're having their overpriced, under, overpriced, poor quality pasta at whatever the restaurant is. And there's a homeless person sitting right next to them who hasn't eaten in two days. Right. There's somebody reeling from a drug, uh, for some, you know, drug induced uh, come down or whatever, right next to them. And I'm gonna be straight up with you, like people who are happy and feeling productive and they feel good about their life, don't do drugs, they don't. Um, and if you live in a world where in America, if you are white and you are male, you have every damn privilege, period. This is oh, not, yeah. this is not, we're not going to debate this. And I'm like, I can walk around New York City and see homeless white dudes. You know your society done failed when even the, the white dudes is, wow. I'm like, <laughs> you, all you have to do is go wash your underarms, wash your crotch, and walk into Starbucks and be like, yo, can I get a job if they're hiring? I'm not, I'm, I'm obviously oversimplifying it, but I'm like, they're going to pick you before they pick any of the rest of us, you know? And I'm like, there's even white dudes out here, like, you know? And, and it's heartbreaking. But you know, but, you, know, you know, the wild part of that sentiment is that someone would hear you talking like that on, I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're veering away from politics in a little bit, but it's still relevant. Whereas just the fact that someone would hear you talking like that and be quick to say, oh, if you don't like it here, get the fuck out. But in the same tune, it's like, so just because I don't like the nature of my country and how it's catering to me or how it's not catering to me. And I supposedly have the liberty to speak out on it. And the fact that you feel that I don't like the way things are running, 
I need to get the fuck out of the country, but yet you want to settle for the bullshit and you want to stay here exactly. and, and just be complacent with everything that's happening. Exactly. Make it make sense because who deserves to be here more? The person who is demanding for better or the person who's just complacent with, with the to low me, of the low? I'm like, what kind of sadistic piece of shit are you that you're okay with like little kids not having food? What kind of, you are not even human. If you could watch little kids starve and be like, mm, too bad. Maybe your mom should work harder. Let me, let me, let me be clear with you about something. First of all, Poor people work harder than just about everybody else. Absolutely. If, if you didn't believe that, look at the goddamn pandemic. I am privileged enough that one, I make a very healthy salary. Two, yeah. I can work from home. I've been working from home. I own my own business. I've done all that for years. Three, I did not lose health insurance. I have health insurance, all that other sort of stuff. But you know who wasn't out picking fruits in the middle of a freaking pandemic slash half of California being on fire and all that other sort of stuff? people with my life lifestyle Correct. you know who was out picking your fruits and your strawberries which by the way don't even grow here like do we have to import from like fucking africa because for some reason americans need to have strawberries in damn january like you know who was the guy who makes six dollars an hour or whatever nine dollars i don't even give a damn if it's twelve dollars an hour i'm gonna be straight up with you twelve dollars an hour is not enough to live off of it's not. so it don't matter where the hell twelve or fifteen dollars or whatever i don't really give a damn what minimum wages it's not livable so to me we're not even having the same conversation. If you have a problem with the fact that I'm like, no, I think every child should be able to eat. You're not even human at this point. We need to take a hard look at what you really are because you're a sadist as far as I'm concerned. And our second point is when a lot of white people in this country really only have sympathy when it's white people being impacted. Case in point, crack epidemic. The government floods black and neighbor, poor black neighborhoods with crack. Black people end up on, on, on crack. And what, what do they do? Throw us in prison for profit, right? Fill the prisons with us. Now you got white folks hooked up on opioids, making it from, you know, whatever the hell they make meth out of, like Sudafed and, and freaking Windex cooked up together and all this other sort of craziness. <laughs> and, and, and I see ads on the subway talking about, oh, you got to go buy this and carry it with you in case you need somebody. I will be goddamn if the same people, if black people who's over here getting intentionally hooked up on crack are still in prison, but I'm supposed to go spend my money to go Nah, give the same governmental resources to the, that you give into white communities. And that's this, let me, let me back up a little bit. First, I will finish that statement. Give the same governmental resources that you're giving to white communities to, to those black communities. One. But two, to be clear, there are still poor and underfunded white communities too. Yeah. There are still poor, underfunded white communities. And the only time people are really going to care is when it's white people that are impacted. So when you see lines of white children not able to eat, then all of a sudden, oh, we maybe have to do something about hunger. Right. Now there's a problem. When you see, yeah. now it's a problem. But when it's black kids and Latin kids and whoever else can't eat, they're like, mm, well, you just need to work harder. Right. Third point is, aside from the fact that, like, it is, if it was not for the quote-unquote poor people of this country, we would all be dead, straight up. Like, we would have no food on our damn shelves. I met a lady today who was like, Oh, you know, my daughter, she said she basically during the pandemic, her, she, you know, she's got an adult daughter and it's a very nice woman. Uh, I feel low-key bad that I'm about to say this uh, about her daughter, but like her daughter's got three kids and she was like, she broke down crying because she's like, oh, you know, during the pandemic, she couldn't find paper towels and she couldn't find wipes and she couldn't find, you know, um, and she couldn't find napkins or whatever. I'm like, my family's from a third world country. I know how to survive without all of them things. Like you just get. <laughs> You, you get a rag, you cut up an old t-shirt if you really want, if you really must, but I know how to survive. I haven't bought paper towels since the pandemic. Like, I don't need them. Um, but to me, I'm just like, it, you know, y'all, 
you really only care about stuff when it impacts white people all of a sudden. And that is another fundamental problem with this country. So to anybody, I think it's hard, my friends. It is fucking bullshit to tell anybody, oh, if you don't like it, get the fuck out. Fuck you. First of all, you ain't even from here to be making demands on any shit. First and Second foremost. of all, you'd be hard pressed to find a white person who is that. Because here's, here's the thing, right? When you see a black person complaining or a Latin person or indigenous person complaining, people are like, oh, well, get up. Which, first of all, if you fix your mouth to tell an indigenous person, get out. Like, I'm going to fight you. Yeah, it's real. Somebody it's real, me, I'm, I'm going to fight you. Highly disrespectful. Um, just like, you know, and once again. Ma'am, it's, it's their land. What you mean, get out, get out of my land? You get out. But you, my thing is, I'm like, yo. You'd be hard pressed to find a white person who's happy with the way this country is going, but nobody tells them get out. And the nobody says, "Well, if you don't like it, then go." The constant wild part about it is, I mean, and this is just arbitrary at best, but it's just like this land is supposed to be built on the concept of the melting pot, and oh, everyone's welcome, and you know, America's the land of the free, home of the Brit- and all these freaking you know semantical things that we've heard over and over again, right? But then with propaganda and the media and all these. Um, sources that are leaning people's thought processes and their mentalities of the types of people that are acceptable. So it's like land of the free asterisk. Uh, everything in this country has a fucking asterisk on top. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? When it comes to the constitution, when it comes to our policies, when it comes to our bills, when it comes to poverty, education, all these shits have asterisks because this shit was not meant for people that look like me and you. It. Mm-hmm. straightforward it wasn't meant for us the whole fucking yep. you know the constitution and the, and oh all men are created equal and the constitution what? says that in the same document it says that men are created equal i'm like why don't y'all just keep it real and say white men who own land except jews and like whoever the hell else y'all hate you know because the same document that says all men are created equal um says that black people are three-fifths are of, a three-fifths of a human fuck you mean all men are created equal, but I'm going to enslave you. All men are created equal, but like we don't like the Jews. All men are created equal, but we're going to kill all these natives off of their land. Hmm? Make it make sense. So not, make it make sense. So not my I, men's mm-hmm. is, is your men's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. And, and on top of men's. that, like even when it comes to the Constitution and, and all the, the, the laws of the land, it is like America is a iPhone 10 operating off of iOS 3. <laughs> and it's just like this fucking country needs an update immediately. You know what I mean? No, big fat. It's, it's like In it's every like being on your sector, corner. Yep. Yeah, it's being on yep. your fucking MacBook and ignoring that fucking update freaking thing that pops up every day. Remind me tomorrow. Shit Remind will me break. next generation. Shit will break. <laughs> like, oh, you thought you could ignore me, bitch? I'm not even gonna turn on now. Right like, now, you gotta replace me. Like exactly. And, don't care. And, Apple and, does not care. And this is and this is why when it comes to politics, you know, I don't really talk about it too much because it's like everything is just rooted in such archaic structures and foundations that it's like we can't even make we couldn't even begin to make a proper change because we had to gut the whole thing first. Yep. You know what I mean? You know, we, well, I think let's also be real. There's a large portion of the country that would not mind slavery happening again. I think they would like that. Girl, I There's told you the other day, portion. I'm big mood segregation. Bring that shit back. Let us separate. The whites can be in their one little corner. The blacks can be in their other and separate, but equal real for though, real though. There's a, lot, there's a lot of white folks who are like, yo, I'm tired of other white folks. Like there, I should say a lot, because obviously if there were a, a ton, 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 things would be very different. But there, I think there's a, there's a population who are like, yo, I'm over all this white shit. Like, because they, they have fortunately 
begun to really, I shouldn't even say begun, they have been put like educating themselves, training themselves, and they are a, a very clearly small minority. Mm-hmm. But like, honestly, uh, it's not even that I, I look necessarily for segregation. I, I don't, I've never really sat down and thought about that or et cetera. What is at the core of it is all humans are inherently equal. We're supposed to and, be, but we're not treated that way, right? No, we're not treated that way. I mean, just like, at, just like ethereally speaking, no politics involved, no nothing involved, just as human beings, you're inherently equal. It doesn't matter to me in my head, right? Like you're supposed to be that way. You're you're a human being. Therefore, you deserve to be treated as well as the next person. For sure. Um, regard, regardless of whether you're trans or you're black, obviously, regardless of whether you're black, um, but regardless of whether you're white, regardless of whatever the hell, like you're a human. Therefore, you are deserving of fair, loving, just treatment, period, right? But the gut of this country, it was not built off of that understanding. And no, so every facet of this country, there's no reason, just the sheer fact that there's still approximately, what, 140 million, 150 million white people in here, here, this isn't a white land. It never was, just like Australia wasn't and New Zealand wasn't and um, half, more than half of Latin America wasn't. Like, actually, the majority of the world was black and brown. Correct. Um, but the sheer fact that you've been allowed to be here and proliferate to this extent um, demonstrates a, a, it is just one symptom of the mentality that is very clear to everyone at this point that no one in this country is equal. Um, and we're certainly not treated that way. And it just, it, so to me, whether it's prison, whether it's the fact that overwhelmingly in all industries, white people are at these, you know, are in seats of power, et cetera, all of it needs to be gutted, you know, or we need to stop giving these companies our power. Correct. In, in that, okay, so let's say, I don't know, Nike, let's say Nike as an example, I don't, I'm going to assume so, but maybe their entire executive suite is white. They probably have one token brown person, just so nobody outrightly says they're racist, but, <laughs> um, you know, and it better not be, you know, the, the black person they put in charge of diversity and inclusion. I freaking hate that title, but they probably have like one South Asian somewhere in like an executive suite or something. But I'm like, okay, but what if we all stop buying Nike products? Nobody actually needs it. Nobody does. So if all of us stop buying it, if all of us stop using any of their stuff, they wouldn't exist. They wouldn't exist. That's how we take back our power. If, you know, you're angry at the fact that, um, I don't know, insert X company does that, you make sure you publicize to the fullest extent of your power to no longer shop there. And I mean, period. And I do understand that to some degree, it's like, well, I can't not support this grocery store because I don't have the access to getting food from other places. I don't mean food staple items like that. I mean like the shit that nobody needs that we buy anyway, clothing. And and and, I, and again, I don't mean essential clothing. Like you don't need a $5 tube top from Firm 21. Nobody does. No. Like, I guess maybe if, you know, you work in exotic dancing and you just ain't making ends meet and, you know, you're not booking clients like that. Maybe you do, but like you're a really small minority of the global population of shoppers who might support Forever 21 as, as an example. But like nobody needs a $5. Nobody needs a thousand versions of boots. You don't. We really don't. I'm not saying we have to all dress in sackcloth or whatever, but like there's enough, there are enough industries we could really cripple if we wanted to. But people Correct. are just too lazy and short-sighted. Um, but yeah, in any case, 
it's it's just exhausting to constantly have to be like have to think of and exist in this reality where it's like but i'm not equal here for no reason other than i'm darker right just but because of just, the shade it, of our, just because of the shade it. of our melanin we were completed you know? as as subhuman or other human and um you know it is it's it's just very hard to grapple the fact that you know just leading up to this particular like this choice and I'm using choice with the asterisk when it's again this choice that we are we are put in a position to make for the direction of this country and where it's going it's like once again it's trying to push a cart and then it's, you want to push it one way but then it gets derailed and then it's just you know it's just going up a very crazy hill and you know yeah. I really I really fear for those who really take the level of politics in this country seriously or really to heart because it's like, I mean, how much of your life could really be altered by a different political view or different political, you know, structure or standard? You know what I mean? It's it's not to say like, all right, let's say if you're a Republican and Democrats come into office, your complete world or your complete livelihood is going to be flipped upside down because at the end of the day, certain mm -hmm. things are just not going to change. You know what I'm saying? Probably, yep. okay, like Obamacare, you know, entered the picture a couple years ago and people were complaining like, oh, well, you know, how am I going to afford that? And da, da, da. You know what I'm saying? And and all this time fucking Trump was trying to, quote, unquote, you know, denounce Obamacare or, or mm -hmm. remove it and stuff like that. And obviously that was not successful. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Unless there's like big sweeping changes, you know, politically, there's really not much that changes, let's say, you know, if Biden gets into office and, you know, it's just going to be a couple of tweaks here and there. You know what I mean? It's like Biden is obviously yeah. not the saving grace, so to speak. Obviously, for those who are against Trump or people that have been have witnessed the past four years unfold, it's just like, all right, I don't want a repeat of this or more of this considering. So, you know, it, it's just it's just a matter of getting to a point where we are all aligned with our basic human needs, right? We're not even talking about, you know, American needs. We're talking about basic human needs. Yeah. And and no matter who's in office, as long as all those things are aligned and those priorities are set in place, politically, it doesn't matter who, what the fuck color you are or side of the party you're on. Just as humans, as all of us living in this fucking state or this country or this piece of land, make sure all this shit is the fucking standard. Yeah, I don't care what I you are. That, I don't care what you look like. In fact, I'm like, okay, everybody should have access to health care. Right. Like comprehensive health care. Not like, oh, basic, you can see a general practitioner twice a year. Like comprehensive, legit health care. So if you end up with cancer or you need hormones or you need whatever, you just go to a damn doctor and get it. One, and it should be affordable. And I don't mean $400 a month because that's not affordable for 99% no. of the U.S. population. It should actually be affordable or if we want to do it this way, we can we can automatically take it out of people's taxes um, at a lower rate, meaning not four hundred dollars a month, something less. But take it out of people's taxes if we really want to go that badly. Or actually, I'm gonna scratch that idea. Why don't we take it out of Jeff Bezos' damn taxes? Oops, he doesn't get taxed. Um, you know, so I'm like, we need to invest in human life in this country. Human, our life expectancies in this country are going down. Um, our every quality, the quality of everything in this country is going down. Why don't we just invest in the basic shit that makes life just slightly enjoyable? Like maybe we should just have paved roads. Maybe we should fund libraries so people can just read. Nowadays, if we tried to say, we should just start a place where people can read for free. It would be like a massive political debate 
no, how dare you? Then people are going to be trying to undermine whatever the hell. People would be out of the fucking, out of their minds if they were like, a place people read for free. Well, yeah, bitch, it's a library. <laughs> or what do you mean? Deliver the mail for free. You should have to pay for it. If you're too lazy to go pick up your mail, you don't deserve to get it. They'd be fucking furious if somebody tried to start a United States Postal Service these days. For sure. You know? But I'm like, the basic things, everyone should have access to clean, healthy food. Fruits, vegetables, lean proteins, things like that. Period. One. Two, everyone should have access to quality health care. Nobody should have to be driving 50 miles to go to a doctor, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Three, we need to make sure, we need to invest in equity. Uh, you know, I won't even get into equity right now, but just like food, healthcare, housing, we have so many homeless people in this country. We have more homeless people in this country than Rwanda's entire population. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is insane to me. Fresh drinking water. First of all, get the damn fluoride and all this other shit out of the drinking water that is retarded, literally mentally retarding people. I don't know, I apologize if that's not the right you know, politically correct term to use, but it's, but anyway, um, everybody should have drinking water. Flint should not, that should not be a thing. And that happened, everyone's yeah. heard about it. And the truth is nobody gives it, like none of the people who have the power to change it give a shit. That's the truth. It's not, oh, taxes, da, da, da. it's none of that shit. Because like this somehow never happens in wealthy white neighbor or like white neighborhoods, period. But this never happens to white folks. And it certainly never happens to middle-class or wealthy white people conveniently you know education and i don't mean just our bs u.s education americans most importantly in my opinion need to be educated about geography the world outside of america the right. geopolitics the history history of european countries and i don't mean like everybody has to spend a year learning about fucking france or whatever no fuck all that shit like we don't need to keep having this european focus but you need to fucking know what happened in spain so that if that shit starts happening here you can be like whoa, whoa, whoa. they did this somewhere else and it was horrible fascism you know, or you need to know about the ways that the U.S. really fucked up Asia. And, that, and, and, and yeah, South Korea might have rebounded and whatever, whatever else. But, like, when's the last time you've heard an Asian person talk about the horror of having, like, family lines wiped out via war of American aggression? Or, like, when's the last? Personally, I don't remember seeing, like, Vietnamese people be anywhere in a public, like, space, whether it's, like, uh, you know, somewhere on Netflix or what have you. Like, I don't recall seeing them being like this being angry about the shit that America has done to them. Like, this is not to say that Vietnamese people have that knowledge of, mm. of, of the horrible things that they've gone through, but like most other people don't. And that goes into the whole model minority, you know, myth of just be quiet, keep your head down, make an easier path pass to success so that you don't basically join up with the blacks and the Chicanos and try to overthrow this country. But it's like, you know, far too few people recognize or just know about the world. I, mean, I can't tell you many people, if I mention Portugal, they're like, where's that? And I'm like, are you for real? Or if I say a controversial statement, but when I'm like, yo, there's a lot of Europeans, like, especially in the South, who are like my color, who have like kinkier hair, who look like extremely Arab, North African, West Asian type. And I'm like, Do you, can you call them white? And people in America have a very binary version, view of everything, but view of race. Um, you know, when I tell people like, oh, if I say that, or if I say like Eastern Europeans have been really fucked up in particular by the USSR, they have been extremely brutalized. People are like, hmm, but they're white and, you know, they don't understand politics or they don't understand. Or I've had, I've literally had someone say to me, um, say, 
basically that like Ireland and Scotland is an example have like never suffered. And I'm like, what? Are you for real? And this is a teacher who said this, who was white. And I was like, <laughs> like I'm not even Irish. Scot- I'm offended that you don't know any of this history. I'm like, offended. <laughs> you know, it was like, or when people use the term Caucasian and I'm like, yo, there's actual Caucasian people. And you know where they're from? Armenia. Turkey, Azerbaijan, Georgia, which, by the way, is a country, not just a state, it's a country. Yeah. Like, those people who grew up and live around the Caucasus mountain range are Caucasian. They literally live in West Asia. I know they'll call themselves European, but whatever. I'm like, yo, most white people are not Caucasian, you know, but Americans just don't have that knowledge. Or when to, you re- you referenced me privately, you talked about that Twitter poll about like, okay, Black people, where do we want to go? And I was so bothered that, like, the only option was staying in fucking America? Are you serious? The whole last globe, and you're like, oh, we got to stay here? Really? I'm like, why don't more Black Americans? You have intentionally had, we all, every diaspora Black person has intentionally had their original Indigenous culture stripped from them. We all know this at this point. But we have the privilege, <clears throat> the curse and the blessing and the curse of growing up in 2020. You can't tell me that the damn internet don't exist. And I'm not right. saying that you're going to learn the totality of, you know, evil culture as an example from the internet, but you're going to learn something, you know? And I'm like, so you're just not even interested in like potentially going to like a largely black country. And then the, the feedback comes, oh, but what if they don't like us? And integrate. Are you serious? What's yeah. the other fucking choice? Stay here and be murdered? Like, are you, they don't like you here. What? Like, you don't make, Make it make sense. Make it make sense. And I'm like, okay, but but if you go to a country and you're like, I refuse to speak your language and you other yourself, no, nobody's going to like you. They're not. And the, the truth is, at the advent of John Adams from about eight, the early 1800s, after Haiti won its independence, white folks were like, we can't let these Blacks here link up with the Blacks in Haiti. We have to make them hate them here. And they were like, those Haitians are dirty and, and you can own, you can conquer Haitians by waving saltfish under their nose. They literally said this and, and giving them bananas. And, right. and they intentionally exposed Black Americans to propaganda to make them look down upon Caribbean Black people and not join in solidarity with the only grouping of Black people at that point that to have won their independence. And that mentality has endured amongst the black American population where they're like, oh, we're black and all the rest of y'all are other. Where I've had black Americans tell me I'm not black because I'm Jamaican. Excuse me? I'll smack the black off you right now if you say that shit to me again or <laughs> to say, oh, well, you're from Brazil. You're not black. What the fuck are you talking about? Over 50% of Brazil is straight up black. They literally practice indigenous religions. And on top of that, they're oppressed the exact same way black Americans are. Right, Miss absolutely. me with the, oh, we only get... Only black American gets to be black. The fuck, the fuck out of here! Like that, you could tell somebody from Africa you're not black. Yeah, that's why. From the motherland, from the motherland, though, you really what, want. What are they supposed to be? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, what other? What? What are they other now? <laughs> Man, they are the... literally the original. Like, what do you mean? The rest of us got all sorts of other shit in our bloodline. I'm Chinese, Jamaican. I'm Persian and a whole bunch of other things and carib and whatever, 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 just like most people in the Caribbean are. I'm like, mm. that person from Nigeria is like, their family's been there for like 
centuries, like, you know right. what I mean? Or, and much longer in a lot of cases. So I, I really feel like I just wish black folks would wake up and recognize there's a much larger world that we can explore, go into, settle into. We don't have to be confi confined to the constraints of being in this country. Or if you're like, but I don't want to have to leave. And I don't want to have to. They should just treat us right here. I fully stand with you. Then we need, God damn it, we need some solidarity. We need to start being trained and organized and mobilized because this shit not going down without a fight. You know, and all of this, I'm going to sing Kumbaya and hold up my sign and street. That's cute. That's cute. Like, y'all keep doing that, but also get trained, but also, like, mobilize. Right. Anyway, this is my rant. These are, this is, you already know. That's you already fine. Know who I, am. Um, <laughs> I, once again, I appreciate you on here. Don't, don't worry about, like, I mean, you did a lot of talking, and that's fine. I love you. You have a lot of things to get off, and this is why I wanted you on the show. Um, speaking of that Twitter poll, though, uh, to wrap things up, I'm, let's, let's, Let's entertain the poll, but instead of it being mm -hmm. within the context of the United States, let's let's make believe that a a magical country landmass has has formed, and now it is going to be black land. I'm sorry, I'm bad with imaginary names, mm -hmm. but um, because I want to, I actually pulled up the poll because I want to actually take the the construct of certain questions and just you know kind of rapid fire go through some answers. But once again, take the concept of it being outside of this country and just being a particular landmass that is outside of the continents and all these things that could specifically be catered and you know it's just for us basically as black people mm -hmm. so i want to go through some of the questions i'm going to skip some of the ones that you know i'm going to skip through a few but kind of we're basically going to create a black country that is that's pure so that is, i'm with it that is of all those things and based on the questions in this twitter poll we're going to just, you know, get an idea of what we would like to see. So, um, <laughs> and some of the questions in this poll are, are kind of real to kind of consider, but others are kind of funny. So, uh, let's just go through some of the questions real quick. So, first things first, do we take our allies with us? Yes, no, they could join later, or we'll figure it out later. Are our allies being who? Like non-black allies? allies? Well, yes, non-bipoc. Oh my, I hate that term, but whatever. I hate that expression, right? Um, oh my non -bipoc god. Non-bipoc people. If of... we create in black land, then that POC part ain't coming either. So it's only black. Um, so, mm -hmm. I, you know, honestly, I would say I, I would say we figured it out later. You know, like yeah, I mean, we gotta figure it out later. Like we gotta, we gotta, we gotta baseline shit for ourselves. First. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's it's the Very it's the classic it's the classic invite people to the cookout. It's like just because you I don't know listen to some rap shit, you're not invited. You're not invited you know, to the cookout. Yeah, because at this point I gotta put the mask on myself first. You know what I'm saying? Like I gotta feed myself first before I can feed anybody else. Word. So uh, yeah, my my personal choices will figure it out later. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Cool. Um, could folk bring their non-black spouses? Yes, no, <laughs> they could join later. You know, I dated a non-black man for a while, and um, sorry, homie, I think you gotta wait. Nope. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like I don't know, cause 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 sometimes, cause sometimes they they not they're non. I almost want to be like an individual basis, cause sometimes folks non. Case by case. Black spouses be like, be like super lit and like super down for the cause and whatever else. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right, you know, um, okay, Jen or whatever. You know, I'll be like, oh, all right, but like, you can't. But like, universe. 
I personally said we no. Can get it later. I said no, not because it's like, oh, I don't appreciate people who have like spouses who are non-black. It's just more like, you know what? It kind of goes back to that first question. Let's figure it out first, and maybe yeah, we'll yeah. put like a like a you know a immigration, you know, or in uh, import uh, poll case or a test. Basis. You know what I'm saying? And it's like <laughs> if you pass that exam, come on in. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Actually, I kind of, that's what I was kind of thinking. I was like, you got to do like a black test. Like a, like an intake, like an intake in. test. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it's got to be like mad different. So no people can't be sharing answers or whatever. Pretty much. Um, You know, but then I'm like, oh, they better, I hope they don't ask no question about biracial people. Cause that's fucked up. Like, mm, well, you can't be like, oh, but if you're half black, I'm like that, that's fucked up. I refuse to participate in that. Yeah, other we, we haven't even gotten into that biracial conversation, but for the sake of the exercise, let's just. Loop them in there, you know what I mean? Because they deserve. They I'm deserve. looping them in with black, but we, but like some of them, but I'm looping them in with black, but I'm also like, are you, are you like a, a half black man who like perms his hair? Because then nah, you're not coming in. Right, or like, <laughs> or or like, do you are you biracial, but you only have white friends? Nah, because you got a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. Clearly, to well, get in, in, in black land, we'll have we'll make sure that there's a lot of therapy available for those folks that are word, struggling word, with word, their word. identity. So you know, those things will be put in place. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is um, true. Another question is about the weather. Do you prefer it to be four seasons, warm year round? Hot. <laughs> I want it to be hot all the time. I don't mind. Okay, it could be warm. We could do warm because for some reason there's black people who would be like, I like cool. I'm like cool what do you mean like i guess they from some i guess they originate to some mountainous part of africa or something because i'm jamaican and i like the heat i'm fine it could be 90 degrees all day i'm good um I'm pret- I but, pre- yeah there was a choice that said uh hot summers and warm winters that's my jam yes, personally yes yes Give, I'm with, that's perfect because you that's know perfect. people people like fall and i'm just like yeah i appreciate fall as long as it's not brick fall like give me just word, like the word. mild sweater hoodie weather fall yeah you know, it's crazy because, like, there's a warm 65 and, like, a cold 65. There's a warm 60 part. and a cold 60. Now we're you know talking. What I'm saying? And I'm like, because in March or or April or whatever, if it hits 55, and you're like, oh, shit, it's warm. Okay. But when it hits, like, 55 or 50 <laughs> in November, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Almost the cold out. You know what I'm saying? And black, so and black I'm people love warm winter. Black people love themselves a good hoodie and a pullover. So why not? You know what I mean? Wearing it right now. A mood. <laughs> <laughs> um, what type of economy are we using? Uh, regulated capitalism, socialism, regulated communism, or something else? And I'm then, going with a strong something else because I think all of those are false and going to fail, as has been proven countless times. Side, okay, quick rant. It bothers me because I don't understand why everybody's like, we have to do just one. Fam. So pure, social, pure socialism has failed. Countless times, pure mm-hmm. communism has failed. Countless times, clearly capitalism is failing. So if we keep trying to do any of this shit it, individually, it's going to fail. We need to combine the best aspects of each of these systems together to create a system of governance that adds a floor to the allowable suffering in a land, like what socialism would in theory allow, that allows for the redistribution of wealth, et cetera, like what communism would allow, but that also does reward your individualized effort, such as aspects of what capitalism would allow. And this right. is not to say that anybody's going to become like a mega billionaire or whatever else. And I'm going to be real. If you're like, oh, well, then I don't want to have to work hard. Then get the fuck out. Uh, called looping it back. But no, in all, in all seriousness, it's like, 
Yeah, but nobody becomes a billionaire without exploiting massive amounts of people. So yeah. no, that's not a part of how we get down here. So if you want to exploit your own people, then uh, nah, homie, that's not gonna. That's just not gonna happen. We do not. have to have a system that has checks in place for unchecked greed, because in all of the systems that have been mentioned, capitalism, communism, socialism, etc., it has the the part that has failed has been greed and corruption. Period. Right. It has been overregulation that has been typically motivated by greed and corruption. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've been thinking about this. I really be thinking about what kind of system of government will work best. Yeah, if if so. we were to formulate our own land, I think that's something that we would have to, like you said, like a hybrid type thing and create like a new structure yeah. of, of economy. Because I'm pretty sure, like you know, once you said. You did say that capitalism has failed us, which is absolutely true. So I think if we were to combine those things, I agree with you. We could come up with something much better that could be beneficial you know? for our lifestyles and for our, um, you know, Yeah, life yeah. is shades of gray, man. It doesn't, every thing doesn't have to be so damn black and white all the time. Ha <laughs> ha. Very true. Talking mm-hmm. about America. Uh-uh. But uh, everything doesn't have to be so black and white. I agree. Now it says, now the yeah. question here in the poll says a government system. So should it be a U.S. government system? A U.S. system with agent term limits, a parliamentary system, or something else. Um, what do they mean, government system? Well, like, what is the U.S. government the, system? The str- well, the I mean, the cur- the, or something? Yeah, like the current U.S. government-style system of government. Or should it be a U.S.-style government with agent term limit limits? So, basically, you know, president has four years. Instead of four years... Um, it will be limited to probably two. Or if anything, you know how there's like age requirements to be president? Probably those age restrictions are changed and altered and all those things to where we have um, younger what people. Was option C? Because what, what was C and D? Um, parliamentary system. Like what they have, I guess, in England, I suppose. Multiple party system. Uh, and then what's D? Uh, any, uh, uh, other, uh, other system. So That's a broad-ass question. So it's very broad. If we... Uh, because like, because then it's then it could be like a monarchy or whatever the fuck else. Like right. there's just too many options for that. So I would be inclined to say a combination. I'm queen combination. So I would be inclined to say a parliamentary system of multiple parties that does have limits in place. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I almost think something. But I waver towards D two because. Even if you have a multiple party system where you have four parties or whatever, somebody gets the majority of the vote, they ultimately get to hold far too much sway. So I kind of feel like we need systems that don't allow one party, one group, et cetera, to hold so much sway. We cannot have these lifetime appointments for judges bullshit. Like, what the? Whose idea was that? Big Um, bullshit, yeah. Fucking terrible. I'm like, yo, get that Amy bitch out or whatever the fuck her name is, Amy Barrett bitch. Like, Get her the fuck out by any means necessary. I don't care what you got to do. And Brett Kavanaugh, I don't care what the fuck you got to do. I don't care if you got a Roman Senate, Roman Senate style, some shit, like in a dark corner in the back alleyway, whatever. Do what you got to do. But um, these we definitely have to have agent term limits to everything, but I think we need to have some form of governmental style where um, you cannot allow for a majority party to rule anything. Um because then we just end up back where we are. And just as a disclaimer, by the way, for anyone who, who listens to this and is going to try to call probably the police on me, I'm obviously joking about <laughs> uh, killing people in a dark alleyway somewhere. Yeah, but I'm also not, just saying... We're not promoting uh, direct just, violence and murder saying. on the show. So don't come don't come for me, bro. <laughs> like, no word. Don't come for me either. I'm not advocating anybody get murdered. I'm just saying... Everything is... Uh, get these motherfuckers. 
out. Like we, we just cannot have these systems where you have some fucking, some woman who's completely underqualified, who, who, who has, who again is overly conservative, like conservative to the point doesn't even make fucking sense. Right. Um, unless the sense is I hate black people and everyone with a vagina or anyone who isn't exactly like, I, I, I mean, I guess they're just trying to make the handmaid still here. Cause that's the only thing that does make sense. Um, <laughs> make the handmaid still again. Um, but yeah, we just have to avoid that. So I'm all for parliament. If it consists of non-majority rule, if it's, you know what, I'm more for a hybrid of parliament, but also like a direct democracy um, where we have very strict limits in place to prevent corruption and vote stealing right. and gerrymandering and voter suppression. Speaking of voting, because uh, <laughs> I, I agree. I think this would be, um, I mean, I, I appreciate a multi-party system, not a, just two parties because that's trash. Um, because at the end of the day, if we all have our, because keep in mind right now we have the bi partisan system that caters to different interests mm -hmm. but if we all are under the same country where all of our interests are at heart i feel like uh you know we're kind of all a part of the same like we all want the same things i would hope you know what i mean so whatever whatever so. uh, structure of government that kind of caters to the whole whether it's parliament or some some form of um i don't know i guess like people like you have a small collective representing the whole and then they they are voted in and they help make the decision. I guess that's parliament, right? Is that parliament? Like, like, like there's a, there's a group of officials that are voted in from different factions or different uh, districts or mm -hmm. different sections of black land. And then they are the ones that, you know, come together to make the decisions for the whole, whatever that, yeah, whatever that's called. Yeah, but I also think called. we need to like, I'm gonna be straight up. We need to like find, we need to force people to be, like if if folks are going to take a vote on an issue, I think we need to have some system in place where everybody's like literally forced to be educated about this educated about this issue. Oh, for sure. Because I personally don't trust um, using representative democracies or you know republics in that capacity to of like oh but I'm just going to go because eventually those people get power hungry. Eventually they start going with what they feel makes the most sense. And and as humans we will inevitably not consider various other factors. So to me. Uh, almost like force a C-SPAN. Every TV channel for that night is going to be playing this shit with a rundown of the issue, written AP style, no bias, <laughs> no opinion, no nothing in, in, involved. Just this is the takeaway. This is what they're considering. Blah, blah, blah. Do you like this? Yes, no. If you don't like this, you know, here are the list of alternatives. If you don't like the alternative, just things like that so that everybody can make informed decisions and so that ultimately you are aware of whatever your elected official votes for um, because I think one of the other things is like, if you look at New York, you have a lot of elected officials who just been, like most places who've just been in power for ages. Cause nobody comes out to those elections. No one even knows what they're voting yeah, on. Local so they just get to do whatever the hell they want, yeah. you know? And that's something we have to avoid. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. But once again, whatever structure of government or, or I guess system that could benefit the majority and it not it doesn't come down to like power, like extreme power structures that counterbalance or completely throw off the balance of the majority of the population. I'm, I'm down for it. I don't know what that's called. We can make it up. We can make it new. No we can give it a name. We'll make it up. You know what I'm saying? But whatever, whatever caters to that, because oh, at yeah. the end of the day, if, once again, if all of our interests are similar, despite the demographic of this, this country that we'd be a part of, mm -hmm. then it's just like, we all should be, have, we all should be aiming for the same shit, son. 
Yeah. And that's you just know, what and it comes the, down to. We should all be aiming for the same thing. And I think that it will happen. And the truth is that people are different. So unfortunately or unfortunately, classes will inevitably develop in that some people just will naturally work harder. Yeah. Some people will will naturally be inclined one way versus another way, whatever. But I think if we're all working towards the common goal of everybody has food, everybody has adequate housing, everyone has access to higher education to pursue whatever their interest is, everyone has access to quality health care, comprehensive quality health care, um, that you cannot discriminate on someone against someone based off of their look or their gender expression or whatever those, you know, whatever their qualifiers, like, as long as those things are in place, like, yeah, this shit don't really, I mean, this shit don't really matter that much, you know? Word. And the last question, um, there's so much more on this poll, but we're just going to wrap it up here. But um, so the voting style, uh, would it be popular vote? Would it be a level of uh, direct weighted vote or other type of voting system in the sense of like voting either officials or anything like that? Um, on the Twitter poll, everyone went with the level of popular vote. Uh, but then I don't even like, I mean, the concept of popular vote, it just comes down to putting too much weight on a personality. You know what I mean? Because if, if we, and depending on the structure of government that this black, you know, land will create, if we're not going based off of like one individual making the decision, so to speak, and we're going based exactly. off of universal policies that are going to affect everyone, then it's less about the individual being in a office to implement these things, but it's more like, all right, what is going to be our bill of rights or what is going to be our bill of, of priorities that this country is going to need yeah. and how are the, the different individuals that we decide to put in a place of leadership for the sake of organization, how are they going to uphold those basic human rights for black people? You know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah. I sort of think that, um, so another consideration when it comes to popular voting is that uh, you have to keep in mind corruption because yeah. whether it's a popular vote or a direct vote, if you expose people to propaganda, they'll all vote one way anyway. Mm -hmm. So I think what's of foremost importance is how do we educate the population? Um, so do we, for instance, have very long style debates, but in the debates, I don't give a shit about your you know, personal feelings or whatever. I want to hear your exact tax plan. I want to hear like bullet point for bullet point, your literal tax plan as you have worked it out. Right. I want to hear your healthcare plan. Uh, like, and not, oh, I think everybody's going to help. No. And for the slowest among us, we will condense it and, and we'll figure out a way to educate you. But like, we need to hear specifics because that's the problem here is where everybody, these debates are just like a, a pissing contest. How rude sure. and belligerent can you be? They don't answer a single fucking question. They don't. This is why I don't watch the debates. All they do is piss you off and stress you out. They don't answer anything. No, nope. we have no idea what Joe Biden's tax plan would be. We really don't actually know Trump's tax plan at all. No one has known Trump's tax plan since jump. Like, what the fuck was it? I, I think we just, we all just know, well, we got less money back in taxes. But the fact is, the fact that we even get fucking getting tax refunds in the first place, shows are being overtaxed. Correct. Like, so it's to me educating the population first i do believe in everybody having a say but we have to find a more um, unbiased way of educating people so that they, they they are empowered to make an educated decision um and then unfortunately people do seem to require leadership uh fortunately or unfortunately yeah. uh so we will have to have leadership for the sake of organization but we can't consolidate leadership in my opinion to just one person Absolutely. Um, or even just to a group of people 
not with that at all. So, yeah, I've been thinking well, about. I do be thinking about this. I mean, once again, this is an imaginary place, but it's, I think I think even outside of this being an imaginary place, I think these are things that you know we should think about as as a people, people as a people because it's like you know it kind of breaks down or it lead to eventually us knowing what's important. You know what I mean? Okay. By really re okay. right, re-examining this country, re-examining these structures and how they can be different to benefit the whole. So, okay. I mean, if that's not okay. politics, then I don't know what is, to be quite frank. Um, not going to hold you. We talked about so much shit this, on this episode. I really hope for those, for those who are still listening, thank you so much because we covered so much topics. And at the end of the day, uh, hopefully this episode made you feel better and if it didn't hopefully you just stay in there because this is how we're feeling this, this is this is all the, the real yeah. shit that's happening so um the truth is i think this episode will probably touch on a lot of people because uh, the, for those who listen because one thing about me is i really i've, I've been saying what people are feeling or thinking mm -hmm. um, but just are usually not empowered enough or brave enough or what have you to say for sure um and i think a lot of the frustration we have expressed is what people feel, what the truth is. We're so, we are brainwashed to believe we have to be sanitized and we have to be calm in order for our opinion to be valid. And you're dealing with forces that will literally strip, take your life, your child's life, generations' lives. Right. There's nothing calm about that shit. Yeah, so right. I, I hope that it will touch upon a level, uh, there, a, an internal emotional level right. for people who listen. If it, instead so of getting doldrum, you know, you get fired up. You know, I'm just trying to help y'all get yep. fired up because shit is getting that, real. Right. <laughs> As, if it hasn't right. been real before, you know what I'm saying? So, no, I know um, that's right. That's why we drinking on Saturday, V. That's why we drinking. Big mood. <laughs> <laughs> Pace, thank you so much, girl. Yeah. I really appreciate you and this conversation. And once again, I hope that everybody got something out of this conversation. And if you haven't really been in tune with politics before probably this uh conversation would at least get you into doing research and looking up things and and getting more in tune with you know unfortunately the political structure that we have in this country but if anything how you can participate in making it better you know uh so yeah. that's that's yeah. definitely the takeaway that i'd like everyone uh to get away with so real quick tell everybody where they can find you on social media if you would like them to find you and follow you and all your sure. beautiful thoughts king page the 13th so i'm gonna spell that out king like the word king i hope you know how to spell that but anyway king page k-i-n-g-p-a-i-g-e-x-i-i-i -I -I. king page the 13th on instagram I'll put that in the uh, bio so everyone can check that out or check you out yes, on the socials. Yes, um, Paige is an amazing person. Thank you so much once again. And oh, yeah, you, so um, you know, make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter and all the other places. Make sure to check it out on SoundCloud and Spotify and Apple Podcasts and wherever you consume your podcast content. Um once again, you could find us on all those platforms. And yeah, I'm, as I said, I'm really happy we had this conversation. And I feel a little more hopeful <laughs> for the days to come, even though things seem very unsure. So yeah, y'all, just stay in there. Stay strong. Drink your water. Drink right. your vitamins. And, ho and hold on to hope. Hold on to your hope. Don't get rid of your anger. Anger is possibly the most productive force on earth it is your anger that motivates change it is your anger that makes you stand up it is your anger 
It is your lack of satisfaction with whatever is around you that will motivate you to create a better world. So hold on to both of those Word. for all of us. Definitely protect your peace and protect your voice. Word. That's the answer. Both of those so with that being said, thank you all for listening, and I will check y'all next time in the unknown zone. <laughs> We're in the nether regions of the internet. Word. All right, y'all. Later. Definitely sophisticated ignorance, and I'm fucking with it. <laughs>